Enter the lab. Happy Halloween. We're about to have a good time on this episode, baby. 47, holla at me, Fort. It's always a good time in the lab. Chill, chill spot, you know. Smoking on some Cubans. Fresh off World Series dub. Yo, take the gun off Yoda's head, bro. Come on, baby Yoda ain't do shit to you. Episode 47, go like, subscribe, follow. We got some shit cooking up for y'all. Yeah, our boys in the building. Happy Halloween! Now enter the lab. Happy Halloween. Wayne Escobar, Fort McKeon. How's your how's your, your Halloween weekend and Halloween day going? Manager. Well, you know. We just fresh off a World Series victory a few days ago. So smoking my victory cigar. Obviously you got you got a little um dementia because I can't uh, fucking complain. Yeah, you're talking about nine years ago, or what? Well, no, no 19, 19 years ago. ago. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, hey, Fort McKean. What, what, feel, what? It feels like yesterday. <laughs> for, for you, because it, it literally does seem like yesterday. Uh, Jack McKean, uh, former uh, uh, of the Florida World Marlins, ma- manager, manager, beat my New York Yankees in 2003. Shout out, and... And well, uh, it's, well deserved. It's so perfect because the jersey is from the World Series, and the hat. And oh, you got the hat. The hat too. is oh, from the World Series God as damn. well. You know, God so damn. had to go to Walmart pick up some some glasses. Got the cigar. We only smoke Cohibas around here, but you know. Oh, co- oh you got Cohibas? Yep, 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 yep. I'm returning the glasses tomorrow, though. Fuck that shit. Of course. <laughs> oh, wait, you bought them and then you're going to return? I did that once. I did that to I'm a costume uh, a couple years ago, and I'm thankfully I did that. Well, Wayne's World, if you're too old. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got to return it. Wayne's oh, World, if you're too young to understand that reference, go watch it. Uh, go watch it back. Great fucking movie. Great uh, rock and roll. Uh, Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. Brilliant. The fact that he's able to create what he did in uh, and create so many movies in his in his career, super underrated, awesome powers, uh, all that. So shut up, shut up, shut up. The brilliance of of uh, who, who, who we're rocking today. Yeah, I straightened it a little bit. It's lo- looking a little glorious. I was gonna ask you. Make sure you, make sure you give Bree back her hair iron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I went through, and, and this is in pre-production. We went through. Th- uh, I went through three different wigs just to make sure I had the right wig on. Because one was like Cleopatra, uh, and that was cut a, di- a, a little different. And then the other bangs. one was, yeah, it had bangs. I couldn't do that. So this is actually the one I bought a few years ago. I was gonna ask you while doing all these costumes and seeing what you were doing uh, as a kid. Was Halloween a, a big deal in your house? And if it was, do you have any costumes that kind of stands out as like 
some of your goat, like, oh shit, like that was whether it was like right. your mom being creative or you just wanting to be something. So, so talk to me. So you, you met my parents. You could you could probably answer this for yourself. I never celebrated Halloween growing up as a kid. That I, I went trick or treat. I went trick or treating one time in my life, and I was one in like time? Wow. one time, bro. Jeez. And this was in like kindergarten or like first or second grade. Like I was mad young. I don't even know what I dressed up as. I don't remember. No documentary, like no no, no pictures, no, no videos, nothing. no nothing, we bro. Damn. We wouldn't even have candy. Sorry, man. Nothing, nothing. Like we we just didn't celebrate Halloween at the crib. You straight communism just, in your household still. You was, you was, you had to you had to give you had to give your candy to everybody day. else. Ha- Halloween is the devil's day, bro. <laughs> I know the other. I know I know a bunch of uh, a few Haitians. They don't celebrate that either. That's and that they think the same thing. That's the devil's when day. When I was when I was in college, I did dress up as Jim and Pam. With one of my with my girlfriend at the time from the office, we did that. Right. I I remember that. That was that was pretty cool. But besides that, nah, bro. Like, not big on Halloween to to be honest. Like, I got the kids at the crib now. They got a bunch of candy. I was I was fucking with them. I was telling them I was gonna eat all their candy, and they were gonna wake up and have no candy, and they were like freaking out. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. They're like, I'm gonna tell my dad. I'm like, well. Who do you think is going to be eating it with me? Your dad. <laughs> so, oh my god, that was kind of fun. But yeah, Halloween was always bigger. It was always good in, in our house. We always, uh, my mom always was super creative. Uh, I remember being like a vampire, and she like, I think for some reason I don't know if it was this costume, but she put like a uh, a black like uh, garbage bag around me to like be the cape and be like dark. I don't know if it was the same one, but. Being a, a vampire, super creative that she did it with like minimal purchasing. Uh, a Power Ranger that that sticks out to me. A Native American when I was probably like five years old. Got to say Native because you know can't say Indian these days. Yeah, yeah. Can't you know, even we say don't wanna, Shit, <laughs> we don't want to get canceled. But yeah, Halloween's always. I I think for me, Halloween was big when I was a kid. Uh, before I was thirteen, and then I don't know if you did this in. Uh, wherever you lived at the time, but in New York going bombing with eggs, shaving cream. Did you guys do that? No, right? I talked I mean, to Breach. I'm sure I'm sure some people did. Like I remember like people would uh would do toilet paper on trees. Yeah, so in back in so I can only speak for where I was born and raised in New York, New York City, and it's like that was the thing. So basically what you did is if you if you were below the age of maybe 12, 13, 14, you did the traditional uh, going to get candy and then you went home because you were too young. Then when you got to like 13, 14, whether it was like eighth grade in high school, not even high school, before high school, you would go trick-or-treating super early, try to get as much candy as you can, uh, dress up. Then you would take that shit off, go to your house, get a backpack, get eggs, shaving cream, to the point where the local supermarkets weren't selling eggs to if you weren't 18 and above. Because they knew That's what crazy. was up. Yeah, they knew. So basically, going we called it bombing. If you're listening to this podcast and, and when we post this episode, please DM us because I, I want to know if I'm alone in, uh, in, in, in New York, if it was anywhere else, uh, whether it's in the States or... or uh, 
worldwide. But yeah, we would get shaving cream. You just literally go around and just this after two thousand one. This is after two thousand one for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you just go shaving cream, and sometimes with the shaving cream, you would have to adjust the nozzle so you could spray it further. You know what I mean? You have to burn the tip because you know how shaving cream comes out like. Yeah. You'd have to spray the tip so it comes out at your face and shit. And then eggs, you just bomb like cars, houses, toilet paper that was nothing. The paint on the car. Oh, bro, it was the eggs that fucks that shit up. There was nothing. We there was no consequences to our actions. Uh, to this day, I can't believe that we did that then, and I have yet to see it now on social media. When I go back to New York, I don't even hear. Talk, maybe it was just a maybe it was just a ten year period thing. But I thought everybody did that. Huh. Damn, now it's so, only a New York thing. So you're a badass. You were a badass kid. No, I was not. I was. <laughs> oh. I was friends with other badass kids. You know what they but say. But bombing, yeah. You know what they say. You are who you hang with. Yeah, I learned that actually over the last week or so. Um, not not going into details, but sometimes you, you're, in a, <laughs> you're 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 in a group chat with some individuals, and you're and. Either they can't make decisions or you're trying to speak, like, in a mature way. And, yeah, you're right. You are who you I, I hang learned, out with. And the, the group chats is not a place to, to be mature in. That's just, it, it yeah. don't work. This if, is if why. You wanna, if you want to be mature in a group chat, you're going to get uh, you're gonna get shunned. And it's not even like you're trying to be better than them. It's just You're just, like, being yourself, right? You're just saying something that's logical. Bro. Yeah. Being logical in a group chat these days is not like they don't want to hear it. It's crazy. That's that's why I just be saying shit. God damn. That's why I just be saying shit to get a reaction from people. Like Yeah, you have to. At that I used point. I used to just do it in group chats. Now I just do that shit in real life. <laughs> just to see 100%. where people's heads are at, bro. Cause I I'm really I'm willing to like take risks and like just see how far I can take things. Mm-hmm. Just to, for future reference, you know, because <laughs> like, it, it's it's not fun to like be talking with someone and like they have they're they're so close minded about everything. Like, I don't I don't want to associate myself with you if you fucking feel that way. Like, bro, like I I take things with a grain of salt nowadays, and I feel like social media has made me that way. And to some people, it's it's made them the other way, and you're just. <laughs> you're a bozo at that point, bro. Like, come on, get a grip. Yeah, it's um, you got to be careful. You got to be you got to be aware. You got to be uh, like I said, so many group chats we're in now with like fantasy and and I, everybody nowadays has like, you know, just by accident you got like fifteen twenty group chats. Uh, whether it's work, whether it's real shit you're talking about, or just funny shit. You just got to be read the room. You got to read the group chat. Uh, don't act logical if it doesn't call for it. And, uh, you know, there's some people out there that are just straight weirdos. So you just got to let them be weird. <laughs> let yeah. them be weird. But now that, uh, you know, now that we're celebrating uh, Halloween, we're recording this on uh, October 31st on Monday night. Monday night football going on between the Bengals and the Browns. Basically a poop game. This shit's not game interesting. Spooky. Super spooky. Uh, we got my Nets in a must-win on Game of Seven of the year. Jesus Christ, what's going on? I was gonna bring up uh, 
What were you going to bring up? Because I was going to bring up Diddy. You could bring that up. I got Diddy. Yo, he, hey, look, like a lot of people he do m- the Joker, but he I might mean, have won it this year. He's he might have won two it. And, and he's not too. Right? Pulling, yeah, like he, he really did his thing. And like, I, out of all people, bro, I would not have expected Diddy to like do what he did. Like, that's like. Pull that up. Yeah, he killed it. He really did. This is top tier. This is top tier. He almost got hit by the car. It's be a glorious night when you bother the talent of the creator. Yeah, he killed it. And there's so many videos out there. There's one uh, one video of him interacting with. Uh, it's on Kim Kardashian's, uh, I think, IG, whatever. And he's just he was locked in. Like he he planned this out. Diddy wins uh, Halloween in 2022 for sure. Um, I was a uh, shout out Scott Hall, NWL. I was that for a party on Saturday night. That was a good party. Didn't get much sleep. I, uh, dude, there's rarely a day like today. It was two days removed from that party and I still needed sleep. Body ain't recovering like it used to, bro. And I'll leave all the extracurriculars out of the details, but man, still recovering. So I got to wake up early every single day this week. So and go get that money. So hopefully I could continue to recover. But Diddy wins 2022 Halloween. Yeah, I went out. Friday night. Yeah, tell me and, about that. Yeah, definitely. Like, my my body is not downtown used to Savannah. Like, yeah, it, bro, it's lit out there. Lit, right? That's what I'm saying. It's, a lot of vacation people, there, bro. Mm-hmm. A lot of bachelorette parties. Like, a lot of people go out there for like events. Like, there's a lot to do in downtown Savannah, and I almost, <laughs> I almost turned back and went home when I got there because I parked the car. And like I walk out the parking garage and there's a bunch of rainbow stuff. And I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, yo, I thought like Pride Month is over. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I, I don't know, they must have had like some Pride Festival thing going on. Um, supposedly I got in an altercation with someone because I said I Allegedly. Said some slick shit. I said some slick shit, but I, I don't remember, bro. I I blacked out, like my my drinking tolerance is like way bad right now. Like yeah, please forgive drinking. him. So we said now, a couple like, bad things. Don't cancel him or don't cancel yeah. us. He made a mistake. And now, like I guess when I drink, I, I go overboard and I try to make up for when I don't drink. And hey, we all been there. Of, I get a little out of hand, but no, nah, man, it's it's lit down there. Like people are dressed up. It, it's a good time. I mean, if if you want to take a trip somewhere and you don't want to go that far and you only want to take like a six hour drive or, or whatever, you don't want to go to Atlanta. You don't want to like whatever, like there's, there's a lot of shit to do. Like not even just in the weekend or at night, like there's a lot of stuff and it's gotten real popping because of the uh, Savannah bananas lately oh, like, yeah. on ESPN and shit. Like the games are expensive. Like a lot of people are upset though, because they're going to be like touring now. They're going to be like um, the Globetrotters of baseball or some shit. 
so oh that's actually a, a good idea they should do that like that'd be something if they were in our local market or um you know up in west palm or whatever i i would you know if i if they market it right and i knew what weekend they would be i would go watch them why not you go see baseball and you go see some fun like that's that's all you want yeah. on a on a nice summer day maybe that's actually a great idea i like that no it's it's great for them for sure but like a lot of people i guess like you know hometown homers are upset because it's like oh you know like Fuck that's ours that's you know that's something that was near and dear to our hearts now y'all are leaving like y'all are, are chasing the bag y'all want clout blah 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 they had like a espn special uh for them too uh, that just came Did out they? recently so yeah no nah, they're they're doing their thing they're balling out so fuck it at the end of the day bro that's what you want though like you don't want to stay stuck where you are you want to fucking expand and and market and, and they're not an mlb bro. they're not a major league baseball team let them have fun you know what i mean like yeah. who cares fuck? yeah now i support the savannah bananas i should be i should get a fucking uh first of all i love bananas i love also savannah how and I also bananas? like the. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were passing out candy earlier, and maybe I got a, a little jump head, uh, jump start on, on a little drinking too much. So maybe I should fix in the water. <laughs> a video of some, of some dude eating, eating banana at work, and he like breaks it up and he's shaking it like this, like it's peanuts. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, thank yeah, God that be... Browns game's halftime. I don't have to watch that anymore for at least. You gotta be minutes. careful how, how you eat bananas. You know, you might get caught. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, shit. I don't know what you do, but I peel, and I tear off naturally. That just I I peel, tear off, eat, peel. I don't know how you eat bananas. ATM, what you do? Chop it up. No, oh, okay. So chop, you're like preparing it. it. You're actually preparing yeah. the banana. Yeah, anyway, no, I'm, I'm the banana, banana, uh, Elon Musk. Talk to me, <laughs> my you're guy. Big, you're big my on Twitter. Guy. You're big my on Twitter. Guy. There's there's a lot of controversy. A lot of people, you know, all, all of a sudden something different happens. People are up in arms. All of a sudden, always, Elon always. Musk takes over. He's not apologizing for doing X, Y. Like there's always those like saviors and those like prophets that come alive whenever something changes. So. Uh, we have a lot. We have a and couple topics pertaining to that, but like for, for no reason, because bro, it's just for clout. It's just for likes. Nothing. Just for it's yeah. just for retweets. It's just to like look at me. I'm better than this other person. Like what I'm saying because I'm cool. I'm I'm better than you. So Elon yeah. Musk era has begun. We've all. I mean, me and you've wanted it. Why not change it up? He fired yeah, a bunch bro. of people immediately. He did as he should though, because like. I mean, he's starting something different. He's starting something new. And, like, when a lot of companies, like, a lot of sales companies, like, some would prefer you have no recent sales experience, especially if you're going in that same field, because you can bring a lot of old habits over, and they might not like those old habits. They want to form you how they want you to be. And I'm sure mm -hmm. Elon Musk wants that same thing for the higher-ups of Twitter. You uh -huh. know? So, like, obviously, and you know, I'm, I'm with it. I think it's it's good. He he wants to do a lot of different things about it. Um, he he was saying that he wants to make it like WeChat, which is only in China, which is uh, 
you can like send payments through it you can pay for things you can just do a bunch of shit on wechat and it's only in china and he, that's how he wants to make twitter so i feel like twitter is the best social media because i mean you you can follow who you want to follow you can follow you know celebrities you can follow news outlets you can follow sports outlets you can follow whoever bro like you can follow your favorite athletes and just see what everyone is saying and it's just quick bro it's quick up to date super quick you can search yeah. shit whatever you want to search if something's happening in the news like all these new out news outlets they're all biased on twitter you could just see like everything that's popping up and on there mm -hmm. and you can get it from all kinds of sorts of sources and you can form an opinion about what you really want to say and um So, he also uh, is going to charge now. They're going to charge $20 a month for a verification badge. Yeah, we'll which... see. A lot, of, a lot of companies these days put that out there just to see the feedback, and then they make their decision on whether they think that's a good idea or not. That's just my I, – I think, for the most part, I think that's a let's put it out there, see what people say, and then adjust. Yeah, because he, he's going to want to get feedback from yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. And there was like some stuff also saying that the use of the N word has gone up 500%. And our boy, you know, LeBron, he felt some type of way about it and was saying it's super dangerous and all this kind of stuff. But like, bro, people were saying that shit on Twitter already. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. All like, the time. Bro, people, it's a, people say dude, people report what they, people, people want to report what they want to report. It's like, you see something, if it fits your narrative, you're going to report it more. And it's it just the same old shit. That's why it's just with whether it's this or the Kyrie thing that's happened with anti-Semitism and, and Kanye. And it's like a lot of people out here, I'm watching the Nets game and the, I love the announcers for the Nets, but they're like, oh, he's, he's got to take down that tweet because he's hurt a lot of people. And he probably did hurt some people. But to say that everyone's hurt or a lot more, like I'm telling you, if I if I have a hundred friends, not saying I do, but if I ask a hundred people right now, were you hurt by what Kyrie t retweeted? Some of them might be say, "Who's Kyrie?" Some of them might be like, "What tweet?" Most of them will be like, "Eh, I mean it's dumb, but I'm not hurt by it." So it's like, who's hurt by this tweet? And I'm not saying what he said or retweeted or whatever is right or wrong. I'm just saying like. Stop with the narrative of people are out here hurting. People are out here not going to work because they're hurt. It it's makes not. No it's it's. Away. You know why? It's because it's a basketball player. Kanye West is a musician. I'm not out here. If if the president said it, if somebody that I I have to look up to because what they mean to my life says something, yeah. But like, let's be honest. If you're a sensible person. Are you really hurt by something a basketball player says? Like, if, and if you are, please let us know. DM yeah, us. The, us the lines are open. Because if you're hurt by what Kanye West says, and I understand what he's saying is not right or whatever, however you want to break it down. But, man, if you're over here hurting in your crib over what Kanye West said, you don't have enough good around you. You're not, you're not, you're not. You don't, you're not putting enough of good information around you because when 
people like that say things, it's like, okay, you think about it, be like, oh, that's fucked up. But then you move on. You're not out here dwelling upon it. You're not crying. You're not really hurt. I'm just saying, like, like, at least from the people that I interact with and I and I know some Jewish friends, they're not hurt. No one's hurt by it. They're disappointed. They're uneasy about it. But no one's like no one's day is affected by it. God. Dog, it's just it, it, it's so it's a fucking cigar. In my head. Yeah, keep it as it's, a prop. It's it's dumb, bro. Like at the end of the day, this shit is dumb because there's a lot worse things that are going on, and I keep telling people this when they ask me what I think about it because they're like, "Oh, I know you like Kanye West, this, this, and that." It's like, yo, there's there's other things that are going on that are behind this that this shit is being brought and presented to us. Especially because why the fuck is CNN and Fox News and shit talking about Kanye? Because there's other shit, bro, that's going on that they don't want us to see and they're hiding it. And like, bro, I saw a tweet that said that they took down Kanye's wax figure in the museum, but they still got the Hitler wax figure in the museum. Like, yo, like, come on. (laughs) This shit is so stupid, bro. Like. And then I saw another thing about what Charlemagne said. Char- Charlemagne said literally pretty much word for word the same exact thing that Kanye said, that Jewish people control the money, they control the power, they do that yeah. shit in Hollywood. We talked about it. That's which, what we agree. Is, that's true. It's true. It's not false. And I, I, I mean, that's not wrong. Like, <laughs> it's not wrong. You should, you, if you could pull up real quick that, um, that video you sent me of the uh, music producer... Uh, Levine, um, on the Breakfast Club. Remember, you sent that to me with Kanye said something, and I watched that actually. That whole interview with the uh, music record oh, label. I know, owner. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that that's a great uh, video, and it's only a snippet, and obviously, it's probably edit not edited literally, like they both said those words, but um, it's probably if you could pull it up, up, that'd be great. Did you send it to me via text? Excuse me. Because people are hypocrites. You know, you got a Jewish record label dealer or a record owner and then talking about how drugs are bad, X, Y, and Z, but you don't mind having a rapper, a black rapper, talking about drugs all the time and doing drugs all the time. So it's like, and then he's like, oh, I got mouths to feed. It's like, I found it. hypocrites, bro. Yeah, throw that on because I, I thought... That was, I watched that whole interview back in the day. And then when you sent it to me, I was like, oh shit, that's, that's exactly what he's trying to get across. And Kanye don't have the best way to fucking communicate. I'll admit that. That's for sure. But let me know, let me know if you can hear it because it's on the Twitter app. Yeah, let's see. Oh, you know, nah, no, can't hear it. Nope. Can't hear it. Um, I'll pull it up on the, um, yeah. So basically, it's Kanye West saying what he said on uh, Drink Champs, I believe. And then you got, um, I forgot his first name, but Levine, Jewish guy that is basically like CEO and big time record label of uh, Def Jam Records and was responsible for all the music coming out in the late 90s, early 2000s and had his uh, thumbprint on it all. And uh, you just hear it from himself basically saying, you know, hypocrisy about what he supports and what he knows but yet he still lets people 
and artists do their thing. And it's, uh, and that's kind of what Kanye, I think was trying to communicate, not in the best way. Um, definitely doesn't have the best way. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit it when I listen to his interviews. That, that's a, that's a thing. That's the thing with him though. Like he, like he just gets the information out. Like he doesn't process what he wants to say. He just yeah. says it. I, I got it pulled up with, with audio now. Okay, um, cool. You should be able, you should be able to hear it. Talk about the chakras. You want to talk about Rick Rubin? You talked about the 808? The chakras is real. Now, I'm going to say some anti-Semitic shit. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. That's the real anti-Semitic shit that the Jewish people get paid off of. I don't know what's this opioid thing, man. Is well, being a crackhead so wasn't cool you, back then. Being what? a crackhead wasn't cool. Now it's it, they seem like they're they're making it cool to be drinking lean and syrup and it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous thing that's facing, um, um, our society. Are you so, so why sign an artist that would promote that? <laughs> um, b- because I, I I already answered that question. You weren't paying attention. Um, she asked me talent. Or issues, and I said talent, but I I, I have to I, I can't give up on people. But I'm saying that's hypocritical, though. You're saying um, the it's opportunistic. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got people to feed. <laughs> um, oh, I got a I got a I got a business to run. <laughs> You're gonna make Dame Dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture. Who's Dame Dash? Who's Dame Dash? <laughs> I take yeah. I take that back. That's not Levine. His last name, Leor. Um, I sent you another one. It was another one. Um, I think this morning. Leor Cohen. That's his name. Um, yeah, I misspoke earlier when I when I said his name. Leor Cohen. That's his name. Yep. Uh, I think they have an HBO special on him and Def Jam, I believe. And yeah, a Jewish guy that has a lot of money that is in the process of, and like I said, we spend enough time on it. I don't want to get too, you know, whatever, but it is in the news and, and we are passionate about it because we listen to music. We love business. So, uh, it only makes sense. But Lear Cohen is, uh, is a person that I, I was saying earlier is, is involved and heavily involved. And you heard it from him. It's like, Hey, when it comes down to one or this, this and that, they're going to make decisions that, that make more money, like every business does. So while y'all out here thinking that businesses are about people, you're wrong. People it's not care. It's not. And, and that's fine. And that's in me. I believe in capitalism uh, as long as you're not directly trying to harm people. But if you think that everybody's kumbaya out here and trying to make everybody get uh, you know more together – and not try to earn a dollar, you're living in a fantasy. So that's the last I have to speak on that. I'm glad we addressed it because I wanted to put that all together because that's some of the Bro, some, some some people are just lost in the sauce, and the sauce right now is weak as fuck. Yeah, and then like t- earlier this week or, or last week, he was saying about now he knows how it feels like to have a knee on his neck because he's like, bro, like. I get what he's trying to say, but at the same yeah. time, like you could have. He's said wrong it by that. Way, yeah, he, yeah, he's wrong by that. Like, and he, and he, 
Yeah, he's wrong. And he, he's just saying it like that because of what he said about George Floyd, and you know, he, now he feels some type of way about it. And uh-huh. if if or not he wanted to get out of the Adidas contract, I'm pretty sure he's hurting because he was a millionaire, a billionaire, and now he's not. There's no way he's not hurting. Like, yeah, he still has money and whatnot, but you lose that kind of contract, like, you're going to feel some type of way about it for a little bit. Like, there's no way that you're just like, oh, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Because now he has to find another source of to do his shit, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, there, there's... There's things going on in society that um, we're, we're distracted. Um, and I hate to be a little political, but I have to be because right now, next week, we have the midterms and, and, and a lot of big-time decisions and big-time voting in this country is going to take place. And we, yet, what are we talking about? We're talking about things that matter, of course, you know, as people, as society. Don't want to dilute that. But we're not really talking about what's actually happened, what actually matters in that affects our lives moving forward, whether it's laws. And that's, it's all a part of the plan. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and you got, you know, in your area, you got midterm elections and you got to elect somebody in your area, make sure you do your research and go ahead and vote because um, a lot of this is distractions. A lot of this for the major networks on television and, and whatever, wherever you get your news, it's a lot of distractions just to make sure you that you're not paying attention to what's actually changing and what's actually going on. Like I said, not to um, say that certain people and certain prejudice don't matter, but make sure you're doing both. You know what I mean for it? Like, make sure you're doing both. Make sure you're paying attention what is going on on Twitter, but... Stop yourself and go, all right. Oh boy, Herschel, Rock, Herschel Walker running for office. Bro, that's <laughs> I see that's the commercials thing. all the time here in Georgia. That's another thing, bro. So it's like uh, hopefully anybody that listens to us and, and respects us and our opinion, like I said, we're o- always open to dialogue. Come here, hop on the pod. We want to listen. We're, uh, we're, we, I, I personally like to be a free thinker. I know for it as much as possible. Um, I won't speak for him, but. Go ahead. Let's 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 have a 10, 15, 20 minute conversation. We have an hour podcast, so we yeah, can especially we can if fit you in. the motherfuckers that keep reporting our shit and we keep getting fucking ah, shadow banned nah. and can't go Allegedly. live. Like, come on. Allegedly. Bro. All right, next topic. We spent a good amount of time on that. Um dive into more fun stuff as we wrap this up. Let's try to have a, a nice efficient um episode here. Uh let's see. Um, overall, NBA, just a lot of teams out here struggling in, in the beginning of the season. The Nets are in a must-win game, which is crazy. They're 1-5, and five, trying to go 2-5 and five now against the Indiana Pacers, uh, up 7 with 2 minutes to go, so we'll see. But um, a lot of teams struggling. I, I think the parity in the NBA is really good. I think it's pissing a lot of people off. I think it, once football ends or football simmers down, I, I know – People are going to love this in the NBA, but uh, real quick, what are you seeing? You think it's parity? You think a lot of stars are on different teams? Quality of drafts and free agents? What's going on with the NBA right now? Shit, man. I, I just think it's still early in the season to to really tell. I mean, I, I don't know what it is, man. Like, the NBA has been 
just I don't really watch the NBA or like tune in that much or like focus too much till after the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, my Heat aren't doing so hot. Like you, you said, it your Nets too. A lot of like the good teams. I think even like the Warriors are under five hundred. Um, I think it's just the, the level of competition is is very very level right now and teams are just out there balling like the jazz i think it's a portland jazz and some other team that are the top three teams in the west yeah so we got milwaukee who would have fucking thought milwaukee portland cleveland phoenix san antonio utah like three out of those five teams you would think there are dead last and at the bottom not to cut you off but to put some what you're saying is you know not at the bottom but like 500 or less philly toronto uh, Dallas, uh, Golden State, three and four, uh, Clippers, two and four, Miami, two and five, Lakers, one and five, Brooklyn, one and five. Like, I think it's there's a lot of good competition out there, bro. People are coming, you know, these young guys on teams like the Indiana Pacers, they gave us our best, they're giving us our best right now. We should pull this out, uh, but man, they got a lot of talent. A lot of teams, a lot of parity, which is great for the league. You know, you got all of a sudden you got a, a national game or a, a local game that it could go either way. That's 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 positive for the NBA. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of young, like young, like either rookies or second, third year players that are are trying to make a name for themselves. Like the, the Blazers, bro. Like yeah, they got Damian and he's gonna do his thing, but Sim, uh, Simon. Anthony Simon Simmons, whatever you know, I, he's been hooping. Like I think he had like twenty two in the third the other night. Like just something stupid. Like you got Jordan Poole, you know, who who's a household name now. Like he's doing his thing. Mitchell went off the other night. Like I mean, Paolo is balling out, and then the, mm-hmm. the Pacers rookie too is is balling out. Like it's. Just, yeah, just he dropped fucking 30-something off the bench. You got Halliburton I'm watching now. I got him on fantasy. He's hooping. It's like there's – there's even the bad teams got two or three young dudes that can really hoop, like quality hoopers, um, and that's different. You know, you got Houston Rockets that got a bunch of talent. They're yeah, probably going to finish – they're probably going to finish with the worst record in the league, but if you break down – they probably got three future all-stars on their team. You know what I mean? It just, you know, how it is right now. This game's super close with the Nets and Pacers. I'm, I'm kind of shook. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. Oh, Kyrie hit that. Oh, that was huge. We're up five with 41. Um, but, yeah, so NBA season, we're going to have, uh, for people that are listening, we're going to have a couple people on the podcast that will break down some NBA uh, that know about hoops, that uh, are big on social mo- media presence. And also, we have a, a guess or two for NFL. So stay tuned to that. Um, UFC. Talk to me with not only UFC Fight Night, but also talk to me. I didn't watch it because I was out. Uh, but also talk to me about uh, Jake Paul, you know, taking down Anderson uh, Silva. Uh, give me uh, a quick, you know, synopsis on UFC first and then on that Jake Paul. Uh, when you talk about oh, the Jake Paul, g- give me the whole. You know the flair and the dramatics and how they promoted that. I didn't see any of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take it over and sit back like a UFC, listener. And, and... 
UFC, like I, the card started a lot earlier than I thought it would. So I, I was on my way to the gym uh, when the card started. Um, but there was a lot of good fights. That dude, um, Gore, had a nasty guillotine choke. Like he literally almost took Buddy's head off. Like Buddy was on the um, on the fence and he like picked him up and brought him and he was just like holding him. Like it was it was disgusting. Um, and then man, just. The main event, I was so excited for it. Calvin Cater, Arnold Allen, like number five and number six in their division. It was it was going to end up being a banger. Man, I don't know what Calvin Cater was trying to do. He tried to do some crazy like jump kick, came down on his knee. It, it just looked ugly. He finished the round, but then like he came back um, in the second round and immediately Arnold Allen. And as, as he should, bro, like if you're in a fight, and someone fucks up, like you should, like you should go towards that weak point and try and like weaken it even more, like fucking soften that shit up. And sure enough, he kicked it, and like you, you could see his knee just pop. And it sucks because you know Calvin Cater is last fight he had against uh, Josh Emmett, I believe he got robbed, and then now like you know he goes out and probably tore something in his leg, so. That's unfortunate, but that, that's the game. Um, there, there's a lot of beef going on right now on UFC Twitter, bro. UFC Twitter is, is toxic as fuck, man. I, I love it. Like, Cejudo is talking mad shit to Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain's clapping back. You got Sean O'Malley talking shit. You just got all these guys just going back and forth. You got Cejudo calling out McGregor. Aljamain came out today and said that, you know, he's the champ. Championship fights should only happen one, once or twice every year, twice if you're lucky, because five-round camps are brutal. And that's one of the first times I've ever agreed with that dude. So he has he has a point. If you want to fight him, you got to fight him on his terms. And that goes for any champ. Any champ should decide when they want to fight. You don't have to fucking worry about people calling you out. Like, you're the champ for a reason. Granted, you know, in his case, he got his belt off of like an illegal knee and then he did win it against Jan again. He he held it and now he fought Dillashaw and Dillashaw was hurt, but whatever. UFC bro, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. I'll be in the building December third. I'm excited Here for that. Go. It's in Orlando. Uh main event is um Steven Wonderboy Thompson, Kevin Holland, Ty Tuivasa's fighting, my girl Tracy Cortez is fighting. I'm hyped for that. I hope nothing gets canceled, man. I'm waiting Please. a little bit. I'm waiting. I'm waiting a few more weeks. I'm just gonna wait like another week or two. Uh, hopefully, nothing gets to get canceled. Get tickets? Man. Yeah, and so I can get paid again. They're they're relatively, you know, they're they're not super super expensive, but they're not cheap either. Like they're mm. in that 150 to 200 range, which is what I thought they would be. You know, you're not gonna go to a fucking UFC event and just pay 50 bucks. Like, for sure, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Uh, it's in Orlando. It's in, in the Amway Arena, so they got to make their bread. Jake Paul, man. Um, this dude, he's a clown, but I can't even hate because he's getting money. He's he's doing something that he's passionate about, whether he's fighting a boxer or not. And it was sponsored by his new betting platform, Better. So he's he's making bread off that, too. And it's just... Like, if you want to hate, cool, go ahead and hate. But I guarantee you that the people that are hating on him aren't doing anything that they're passionate about at the level mm -hmm. that he's doing it at. 
for sure. Whether it be whether it be boxing or whether it be talking shit, whether it be promoting, like he he's doing his thing. And you can make the argument he's not fighting boxers, which is the argument that I've made too. But he's not fighting. He's fighting, either, like, but he's dude, fighting fighters, right? Like yeah. Anderson Silver could go in into the UFC octagon or a boxing ring and fight a legit fighter, you know, in his yeah. demographic or whatever, and and probably still beat him. So the fact that that's happening, and and you know these, bro, these people are competitive. I don't want to hear that Anderson Silva, a super competitive for what four thirty years of his life is going to go into a fight and go, I'm going to take a bag and not fight back. That's dog. No, no, especially. No, it can happen. It can happen, but it's not likely. Yeah. I can give you the argument for Tyron Woodley because like Tyron Woodley, whatever, like, you know, he, he, he's trying to get his cloud up too, uh, in my opinion. So Mm -hmm. I can tell, I can see why he would take a dive for some shit and get the bag. He's younger too. But Anderson Silva, bro, this dude is like a legend in like combat sports. Like he, like, this guy is like one of the gods of combat sports, and he has so much respect for the art of mixed martial arts and, and boxing. He's he's had two or three other matches before, so yeah, I don't think that he would be like, yeah, yo, Jake, just knock me down, or I'm gonna I'm gonna take an L just to take an L. I don't think that's what he would do um he got 500k off that and 35 percent of pay-per-view jake got 1.5 mil and 65 percent of pay-per-views so bro like i was talking to mike the other night and i was like yo anderson silva most likely made more in that one fight than he made in his whole ufc career Mm. and that's not a hot take (laughs) because like we already know these people don't get paid that much so I don't know how much how much the pay-per-views were sold or whatnot because of how you can go and click stuff on the internet and find streams, but there's still people paying for fights. Yeah, there are. Um, yeah, I was out uh, Saturday night, so I didn't really get to see, and you were my uh, listening to you recap it was, was literally my recap. Um, but from what I've seen is uh, Jake Paul... Kind of barely hit Silva on the temple, but temple shots are, um, you don't have to hit somebody flush to knock somebody out if you hit them on the temple. And uh, I've seen one edit, I don't know if it's real or not, but barely grazed him on the temple and he went down. But, you know, a lot of balance. You don't know what the punch before was. Like I said, I didn't see the whole fight, so I'm just watching clips. Um, yeah, hey. Paul brothers are making their money. You got Logan they Paul are. fight there. You got Logan Paul fighting Roman Reigns. I know it's wrestling, um, not literally the same thing, but you got to throw the respect out there. Um, WWE wouldn't allow Roman Reigns, their number one guy, making millions, bringing them billions per year to fight a YouTube guy. Or somebody that's not going to bring them money. So the fact that they're having a match in Abu Dhabi or Saudi Arabia, uh, Crown Jewel, that says a lot about them too. You know what I mean? Like they're marketable. From a if WWE looks at you and goes, "Okay, I think what you do, and you could fight our best competition and make it look legit," because that's what WWE is about, making every match look legit well what i hope that they 
do, and I, I love that they do. Um, I think Logan Paul's going to show out. I think, did I send you the clip yeah. of Lo- Logan Paul's last fight? Uh, yeah, last I match, saw it, I saw it on Twitter. Jumping yeah, like, off the I top, was like, yo, it's not be this good at this shit, like, bro. Jumping play. off the, jumping off the top rope, off the, off the mat, onto a table. Like, it's funny because a lot of us think like, oh, we watch wrestling, like, oh, that's nothing, this and that, bro. I would have a fear off a jump, jumping off a my dinner table onto the ground, like, and that's only five feet. I could only imagine jumping off a 20 feet and then jumping another five and then landing on a human being that's special so uh shout out them you know i hated on them i think with the utility players we talked about the paul brothers uh, a couple years ago and they were just getting this business going and we clown them a lot more than we do now now it's on the respect side so and nothing but uh hey keep putting out good stuff i don't watch or consume all their content because i'm not you know that much into them but uh what they do from athletic and a business wise I, I respect anything to end on that Nah, just don't hate on people doing their thing <laughs> like if you mm-hmm. hating it's because they're doing something right and you feel some type of way about it and yeah you need to look within yourself and figure out why you feel that type if, of way about if you say it's that easy is. go ahead and do it yourself yeah. you say it's that easy or what they're doing is dumb go ahead and do it yourself most likely, yeah. you're not going to do it, uh, rightfully so, and I'll admit that. Most of what they do, I, I won't do or try or think of. It's not me, I'll, but I have to respect it. Um, World Series is going down, game one and two. Phillies, I'm rooting for. Unfortunately, like I tweeted about, Yankees got me half uh, rooting for the Phillies over the Astros. <laughs> Philly Phillies took game one. Um Hey, shout out that boy JT Real Muto, baby. Marlins legend. Tied the game and then hit the go-ahead homer in extras. Yeah, they, they were up. I mean, Astros were up 5 nothing right away in the first, uh, what, four or five innings. Phillies came back, uh, won the game 6-5, got into extra innings, and then uh, Astros took game two, going up another 5 nothing, and Phillies couldn't come back. Uh, game three tonight on Monday night got postponed. They'll play that tomorrow, which – change the dynamic of that series because how you match up pitching wise um hey if you get an extra day uh we'll see who benefits from that um outside of what movie reviews i gotta do or what shows i did want to talk about real quick before we go into shout outs and and anything you have um i did watch severance on apple tv uh because i got apple tv like I, i said over the last few weeks on on this podcast, Severance, it's about, uh, my brain will hurt just trying to break it down. Um, literally I tried watching that. Yeah. You couldn't get the, into it. No, nah, not even, I didn't give it a chance to be honest. I, I watched like the first episode and I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, what, what is, nah, this you gotta give on? it a chance. You gotta I'll give it a chance. It again. It's, it seems like it's all over the place, but it, um, you know, I think everybody can relate to it from a, a simple sense of, you go into a job in that show and you completely get morphed into a different human and you work. And then when you clock out, you're who you really are. So basically you live two lives. You don't know what the other person's doing outside of work and in their regular life. And that brings a whole craziness to it. But um, everybody can relate to it as far as like 
you know, you go into work, you're like dreading it, like, fuck, I got to go work, da, 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 whatever your job is. And then when you get out, you're a different person. You're like, all right, let's go hang out, let's go party, whatever, or let's go do nothing. Um, that show hits home, I think, with everybody. And then it's uh, it's got a lot of different um, ties to humanity and, and what we would choose if that time comes. Because I think that time could come in that show decades from now. That It's a real possibility. Um, I thought that was great. And did you watch the uh, Redeem team? Doc? Yeah, I did. On Netflix? I watched that. What did you think about that. it overall? I, I honestly loved Chris Bosh on it. <laughs> like, I thought Chris Bosh was super, super underrated on that show he was just hilarious he was funny uh i really liked mellow on it and i mean it, yeah mellow kept us, it a buck he kept it real he he was funny he was real like and like that's that's what you want from that kind of shit because that that team was before like social media was popping right like, before i can only imagine i can only imagine how that team would have been like now like in social media age like that would have been crazy and it was in China, and just the matchups that that they played. Like, it you had nowadays it's not as common where you see like really good NBA players on other teams' countries. Then you had like fucking um, Carlos Arroyo. I mean, he wasn't that great of an NBA player, but he gave us buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, you had damn Browns are whooping these boys. Shout out Amari Cooper. Um, yeah, he's keeping me in a couple of fantasy <laughs> leagues right now, so I'm like, oh time. shit, I just got closer. It's <laughs> a lot of time been. left. Um, but no, you had um, Ginobili on Argentina. You had Pau and his brother on uh, Spain. So like, it was there was there was parody throughout the world, and we were coming off of getting killed. Like, USA wasn't that good. And they had to bring in Kobe and, you know, RIP. If it wasn't for Kobe, we probably don't win, you know, or Wade because Wade held it down in, in the championship game. But it was it was real in death. I, I love when they do that kind of stuff because, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the game. And, you know, Mike Krzyzewski was awesome in it too. And it's just, it's just good to see that background and behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't see. And I wish they did it for a lot of other things. I wish, like – Cause you want to see that as, as a fan, bro. Like if mm-hmm. you if you love the game, if you love sports, like that's the kind of stuff you want to see. Sometimes that's actually better than, than the game itself. That's why hard knocks is so popping. Even though I don't really watch hard knocks like that, but like, cause, cause hard knocks sometimes like it, it is going to be like a TV show and, and whatever. It's not really like a, a doc, you know? So. But any doc I'll watch, bro. I love sports docs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know um, Bree Bree's sister even hit me up that doesn't you know doesn't watch live sports doesn't like kind of know all the details of it, but watched that documentary. She hit me up saying that she even loved it. So somebody that isn't involved in that pop culture as far as the the players and also the sport to say that they loved it that that means anybody could watch it. Um, I thought that was cool. Like hearing that type of feedback. Uh, any shout-outs on your end, bro, before we wrap this up? I was trying to look for some, but this week was kind of like a, a very relaxing week, and I didn't really focus on uh, too many other things. 
there's not there's not really much I, I got going on, man. Like, I can't I I didn't write anything down. Nothing that really popped up, yeah, or I fine. thought you know warranted a shout out. So that's fine. I don't I don't really have much. Yeah, we have. Um, I think for this episode forty seven. So episode forty eight will come out next week. I think. Plus, we'll, there's also we'll some to... things I want to keep low key and not talk too much about. Yeah. Of course, uh, episode forty eight. I think we're gonna have a guest. Uh, maybe, hey, maybe if we need to get two guests on, uh, sandwich that in because I think we will be taking the next week after that off. Uh, it'll be our first week off, but rightfully so. Me, you know, we got some things going on. Um, or maybe when we get back, maybe there's when still we, be content. there still will be content. There still will be now. content. I think, uh, or that we might come out with an episode that Wednesday or Thursday. So, or, or maybe something uh, small, something quick. That'd be dope. So, um, no weeks off, no weeks off with us because, um, we like putting, uh, content out there, but man, this was fun. Happy Halloween to y'all. Hopefully you're Happy safe. Halloween. You know, if you're uh, check your kids' candy, don't trust where it came from. <laughs> don't give it to them right away. That's for sure. Don't give it to them after six p.m. and then want to complain about how they can't sit still. Guess what? Makes no you sense. You just you just gave them a, a a candy wrapper full of cocaine. So that's what happens. Cocaine. Yeah, well, cocaine. Candy's fucking cocaine for kids. If you didn't know that. And I mean, you live with kids now, so you see it every time. Were they oh, hype as sure. fuck? Were they hype as yeah. fuck when they after? Yeah, right? I got I got to the crib. I got to the crib at like eight ten, eight fifteen from the gym, and usually they're already in bed. But you know, it's Halloween. They went trick or treating, whatever, did their thing. And they're in there talking mad shit about all their candy, this, this, and that, just going off, and they were pretty hype. Which I mean, like, you gotta be, bro, like. As a kid, that's what you look forward to, bro. You look forward to, like, your birthday, Christmas, Halloween, you know, shit like that. You don't look forward to, like, Thanksgiving. Like, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah, mine too. Uh, but Halloween's come up uh, in my adult life because it's like, uh, you know, you have at-home parties. You don't have to, I don't go out to bars and shit, so that's what it used to be. But now that people got cribs we could go to, whether it's have a party here or go to somebody else's. Halloween's uh, moving up the ranks. But for me, Wayne Escobar, for him, Fort McCowan, McCain. Yeah, get it right. Sorry. Where are your glasses at, Doug? I had to take them off, bro. Fort McKeon. World Series winning. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Uh, 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 uh. Enter the lab. Exit the lab. Yo, Juan Pierre, where you at? Come over here, Juan Pierre. Josh Beckett, holla at your boy. Touch Rodriguez. Mike Lock. Derek Lee. What? What?